You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 320 of Podcateers. This week we're talking about TikTok possibly shutting down and the connection it shares with the Disney company. Plus, we also talk about the new Disney Plus series, Muppets Now. If you've had a chance to watch it, we'd love to hear your thoughts and how you felt about it. You can join the conversation by leaving a comment on the blog post for this episode at podcateers.com slash 320 or on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. Before we begin, I'd like to take a moment to remind you that this episode of Podcateers is brought to you in part by the generosity of the FGP Squad, also known as our podcast Fairy Godparents, through their support via Patreon. If you would like more info on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, you can find more info by going to podcateers.com FGP. And to all of the members of the FGP Squad, we'd like to send a huge thank you for all your continued support. So uh, that's it. It's a really short intro. When I get this going, here is episode 320 of Podcateers. Yay! Technical issues. Woo! <laughs> you know what? I think you have to run into issues in order to appreciate the times that you don't run into issues, right? Mm-hmm. Do we, though? I mean, it's like <laughs> everything else. Like, you have to have bad times in order to really appreciate the good times in your life. Otherwise, there's no contrast. Right, but if you never have a flawless episode, there's no chance to appreciate that. Yeah, but... I don't think we've ever really had a flawless episode. I know. That's my point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's always yeah, yeah, some okay. little thing. So, you know, I appreciate the other things that don't go wrong, but it would be nice just to everybody just flip flip the switches and go. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I think I'm still tired from my lack of sleep this last week. You know, I should always expect that this is going to happen whenever we do these big all staff meetings we always put these videos and we always do make all this content and stuff for it and anywhere between like a week and a half to two weeks to a month month and a half i'm always super busy trying to get this content done right Mm -hmm. and this time around i didn't know how everything was going to go down because for the most part all of these videos that we put together star our colleagues oh yeah and the biggest thing missing is my colleagues so i had to find this like balance of how do i put this video together how do i get you know content from them what is it going to be themed to this time that's going to be relevant and uh, ultimately the theme that we went with was uh, John Krasinski's Some Good News it was like a parody of Some Good News and I don't say this very often but I'm pretty content with how this came out all things considered hmm. nice yeah I mean I was going to be a big part of it right because I was going to be reporting out this like good news of stuff that's happening in our office and stuff but mm-hmm. because of my space restrictions and just the general restriction of of what I had available to me I tried to green screen myself into a nicer place 
Um, <laughs> because I mean, I I think that like like my little recording corner here is like pretty decent, right? But like I wanted something that looked nice as part of this video and everything, but. Man, without the space, setting up a green screen is hard. <laughs> and as you're running low on time, I don't have, you know, the time available to sit there and rotoscope everything. Right. So I kind of had to settle for the fuzzy zoom look that you get when you're like background replacement technology. <laughs> so, I mean, o overall... I think it turned out as best as it could. Like I said, I don't say it very often, but I'm pretty content with how it came out. And I'm trying to catch up on my sleep. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you probably haven't slept for the last week because of this. Yeah. I mean, I got a really decent night's sleep on Monday. Mm -hmm. And then Tuesday through Thursday, because the video was played on Thursday, Jeez. I slept only a couple of hours between Tuesday and Wednesday. And I was up continuously pretty much since I woke up on Wednesday all the way through Thursday. I finished editing one hour before the meeting started. Crazy. And what? I, yeah, because we didn't have a lot of content to go off of. Like I had to get creative with the process. Mm -hmm. And what we ended up doing was we created this rock, paper, scissors tournament where I set up like a bracket and I was calling people yeah. on Zoom and they were playing against each other and it was like elimination style all the way down. And I don't know if I talked about it. I, I think I may have told one or both of you before, like off the podcast, but at the last All Staff, we had this like huge uh, rock, paper, scissors tournament. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the rule was that you found somebody to play against. If you lost, you became that person's cheerleader and subsequently, the newer winners, cheerleader as well. So by the end, you had two people that were going to go up against each other. And half the room was cheering for one person. And half of the other room was now cheering for the second person. And we couldn't do that this time. So mm -hmm. it was like kind of weird not having that part of the energy as part of the like the tournament. Mm -hmm. But what I ended up doing was I took all of the matches and I did it kind of ESPN recap style. Nice. You know, so like they were all just kind of clips of all the winning shots and it's like, and blah, 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 and this and this, and like a strike from Thor's mighty hammer Mjolnir, they advance into the next round. So there was nice. a lot of that going on in my commentary. <laughs> uh, and I mean, I had to slip in the, the Avengers references in there because <laughs> why not, right? So, yeah, I mean, I'm catching up with sleep. I'm glad that it's done. I'm glad that people enjoyed it. Uh, as taxing as they are, I love putting that stuff together. We did um, a Zoom call with our friends this weekend. And these are friends that I've known for years, like from high school. Like some of them I've known pretty much my entire life from like kindergarten, you know, is when we met. And I was going through an old archive uh, that I had and I found these videos that we filmed back in 2011 it was just like these random music video things that we were doing for everyone that was a part of the last FGP happy hour I showed a couple of the videos that I had shot uh, by, <laughs> by now it was like 6 or 7 years ago uh, but yeah I, it was 
I don't know. Like I watch these videos and I think to myself, man, I love this stuff. (laughs) 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 Like I love it. And some of those videos are hot garbage. Like I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. They're bad, dude. But like I see where I kind of started and I see where I am now. And I'm like, that's cool. Like I'm glad that I have some of these, you know, still available to me. I've, Mm -hmm. I've gone through the process of converting a bunch of them and re-archiving them in new file formats to kind of, you know, continue uh, keeping them available to me. But, yeah, I'm glad that's done. I'm ready to move on. Uh, I'm ready to concentrate on more FGP Squad stuff for Patreon and for Discord again because uh, I've been trying to set up all of that stuff, but this has kept me super busy. I've been working on uh, an interview for the podcast with somebody that I've been really excited to get on. Uh, I don't want to talk about it yet. I want it to be a surprise, but I've been really excited to talk to him. And I just could not have, I can't make it work right now because I've just been so busy with work. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping <laughs> that in the next week or two, we'll finally be able to set a time to record that episode and, and get it up for everybody to listen to. Nice. But yeah, it's been a brutal week. Uh, I celebrated by napping a lot in the last two days. Excellent. Uh, and there then earlier I did the same thing and then frantically woke up and I realized, ah, 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 and quote, ah, ah, <laughs> <laughs> when I realized, wait a second, we got to record in a few hours and I have this list of things that I had to get done today before I did that. So I start rushing through and I look at my list of things and I I realize like, okay, these are like the three most important things that I have to get done today, like have to get done today. So I rushed to get that stuff done. Dude, it was hot being outside (laughs) in the yard. I'm celebrating right now with a cold fan. Oh, wait, I can't say their name. Hashtag not an ad. (laughs) 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 But I also celebrated with I I finally had a chance to go back to the grocery store and I got some more of those ice cream sandwiches that I I was telling you about. Nice. I finally posted (laughs) it on the Instagram account uh, because I I, I didn't have any to put on there and I just didn't want to like find it like a google image or anything but mm-hmm. uh, i finally posted it and i took that first bite and i thought yeah that's it oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know enough about the company to know if you can go have them made or if they have like a fenton's like place that you can go to or you can go and have one of these made alive for you i know that if they did you'd be all over that mint chocolate chip one. Oh yeah um I don't know what I would want to do because the flavor possibilities would be endless if they did have, you know, several. (laughs) See, in a sandwich, I think I would probably go for a different option. Like, I love mint chocolate chip ice cream, but it's not necessarily the best option for, uh, like, a cookie ice cream sandwich. What if the cookie was chocolate, chocolate, chocolate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So if it was like an all, like a brownie cookie, basically. Like Mm -hmm. if it was brownie flavored (laughs) cookies with mint chocolate chip ice cream, would that work for you? I think that would work quite well, yes. That actually doesn't sound too bad. (laughs) I mean, I I could do without it, but I know you guys enjoy it, so. Oh, yeah. I am willing to leave my bias aside because you enjoy it. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> uh, so 
tons of stuff happening this week. Obviously, you know, lockdown is still happening. Uh, we're mm-hmm. we're trying to get by as best as possible. I think that's what most people can do or are trying to do. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the more we get into this and the longer we realize that we're going to be away from stuff, people go a little stir crazy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people going to downtown Disney. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot of posts and I've seen a lot of things on Instagram and Twitter about people going, dealing with parking, dealing with the people there, talking about the crowds. And uh, I, I remember mentioning this before that, um, you know, there there's going to be different levels of how people feel safe going to places like this, right? Obviously, right. when you do go out in public, you want to try to social distance yourself. You want to try to be as as safe as possible, wear a mask, you know, cover yourself, be away from people. But, uh, I mean, it's hard, you know, we're social beings by nature and being locked up like this. It's, I mean, I love talking to you guys like over, you know, zoom and stuff like that, like we do now or over the phone, but it's nothing like being together in person. Mm. Uh, yes. Agreed. Totally different. And, you know, I miss the parks. I miss, you know, the the energy that the cast members bring. Uh, I miss, like, my Disney family. You know, I miss being with you guys. There was this really touching Venn diagram uh, that someone I follow on Twitter and on Instagram posted. Uh, I think her Instagram name is Fairytale Mindy. Uh, she posted, like, this Venn diagram of, like, the things that she misses. And then, like, in the middle, like, she talks about, like, here's where I lie. Like, she's like, I want everybody to be safe. I don't want everybody to lose their jobs. Like, I want to go back, you know, and, like, I'm in the middle. So that's kind of where we all are, you know? Like, we want Mm -hmm. that balance, but we can't always get that. So doing the best we can. We're going to continue doing that. We're going to continue doing stuff on the side, these videos, the games and everything that we've been playing. And hopefully you can join us for the ride until we can get back into the parks and hopefully we can continue to bring you a little bit of Disney joy in the process. So uh, uh, one thing I did want to talk about was, remember last week we were talking about uh, what we would do to Pixar Pier and Gavin totally won that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we had a couple of comments and one of them was from FGP squad member Albert. He said, uh, Coco Land could have shops like Gavin suggested. You can have a stand that sells Disney character piñatas that oh can be ordered gosh. in the park but picked up outside the gates for your drive home or can be delivered. Official Disney piñatas, right? Sold. Official <laughs> Disney piñatas like Buzz Lightyear just like the movie, which by the way, in the movie they were not official piñatas. <laughs> That's total downtown LA piñata right there. But you can also add three caballeros. It's a low-key way to add them without feeling forced. Get creative with it, and you can make ride piñatas like the Matterhorn or the Mark Twain. The possibilities are endless. That is a fantastic idea. Yep. Kudos, kudos, Albert. That is genius-level stuff right there. And you know what? It's funny that they don't sell piñatas because the first time, the first year for Viva Navidad, they had piñatas. And I know this because we bought you one. Is that where my little unicorn came from? Yes. Yes. Shut up. No way. <laughs> yeah. I have him hanging on my wall. I'm looking at him right now. 
<laughs> yeah, Crazy. and I'm surprised Disney didn't do more. It's not going to do the podcast any good. I'll probably post this on, on Instagram when I'm done, but uh, or later this week. But here, I'll show it to the camera. See? Oh, He's yeah. literally hanging on my it's wall. A, it's a cute little <laughs> unicorn piñata. Yeah. It didn't make sense, but I didn't care. I bought it. <laughs> That's amazing. It's so funny now, though, because at the time it didn't make sense. Uh, but now, like, my wife loves unicorns, right? And you <laughs> you and Jill, like, y'all have your, li- like, little unicorn squad going on. And it's funny. <laughs> every time I look at that thing, I'm reminded of the times we've all been in the park together. And I hear the three of you just, like, endlessly laughing. Just, like, you, <laughs> one of you breaks out in the giggles and, oh, yep. just help us all. Like, there's no <laughs> stopping you. It's contagious. And it just, like. It just it's happiness like all around, right? So mm-hmm. for me, that piñata is very special. Like not just because you gave it to me, but because it reminds me of those times in the park. So I'll post a picture of it on Instagram. It's a cute little thing. It's dirty as hell though, because <laughs> I, I try to dust it, but because it's paper mache, mm-hmm. like the paper yeah. just keeps getting dirtier and dirtier every time that I dust it. So. I mean, eh. I might have to scotch guard it. Yeah, I don't know if I can. Yeah, hit it with some canned air, maybe. Ooh. Oh, yeah, instead of the duster. Yeah. I'm going to try that next. I mean, I can't wipe it down with anything else, obviously. <laughs> Just blows the all paper the paper machine. off. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a naked unicorn after. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> it's funny. Right now we're talking about unicorns and, and that. I don't know why, but I was thinking about uh, impressions and there's this one guy on YouTube, uh, not on YouTube. Um, there's this one guy on TikTok. I think, I, I don't know his name, but he goes by like the impersonator or something like that. This guy does a spot on Winnie the Pooh. He does a spot, like he does a lot of characters really well. And he did one where he put Pooh in like a movie that like he shouldn't be in. Like he was like an <laughs> action star. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to him rattle this off, and I thought, wow, that's how you know you've got these impressions down, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think the majority of people that end up impersonating somebody take someone's impression of them that already exists and try to mimic the impression, mm-hmm. right? They don't try to mimic the person. They try to mimic, like, most people that uh, – I, I don't know if this is something that you you agree with, but, like, most people that – try to impersonate let's say jerry seinfeld won't directly try to impersonate jerry seinfeld they'll try to impersonate jimmy fallon's version of seinfeld Mm. because it's so much you know livelier and and who are these people that ride buses and where do they find exact change you know like there's that there's (laughs) that whimsy that he adds to it that i think people connect to more than the regular i don't know maybe it's just me (laughs) the point is (laughs) The a lot point of lazy is, impersonators out there, according to Hazen. Well, I'm one of them. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm also horrible at it, but whatever. I'm fine with it. It amuses me, and that's all that matters. So there I don't even care. So <laughs> the point is that the people that are really good at this can take the voice and not just say the things that they say in movies or things that we commonly hear, but they can create mm-hmm. entire dialogues that the character has never said before as that character and that's exactly what this guy does and i've been going through tiktok a lot in the last couple of days because uh i don't know if you heard but the president has threatened to 
essentially cancel TikTok and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, make it no longer available in the United States. Uh, it's an interesting story. I think from what I've read, they're trying to go with the security aspect of it, which I, I know TikTok has had some security issues before, but mm-hmm. uh, I feel feel like it's not as much about the security and more about the fact that he got trolled by <laughs> yeah. right, like a bunch of k-pop fans and like all of his rallies like got trolled and so now nice. he's kind of bitter about it I-, I could be wrong i mean i don't want this to turn into a political discussion but it was just funny i'm trying to follow the story especially considering that kevin mayer who used to work at disney and he like he was the guy in charge of like all the digital media. He was the guy that helped launch Disney Plus. And many people actually thought that Kevin Mayer was going to be next in line to take over for Bob Iger when Bob Iger finally stepped down. So when the announcement that Bob Chapek was taking over, he announced that he was leaving the company. Uh, and I think he actually announced before, so he may have known uh, something that we didn't, but I, I don't remember the timeline exactly. But he announced that he was leaving Disney to become the CEO of TikTok and the COO of the the parent company. Uh, I, I forgot what it's called, Bite Something. But he was the, he's the COO of the main umbrella company, and he's CEO of TikTok. So it's interesting that... Uh, like he's kind of in this whole story and how it's all going to be handled because like Kevin Mayer is a pretty prominent person in Hollywood, right? Which is why I think TikTok like took him to begin with because for a, a, a company that that's coming from out of the country to have somebody running it with the clout that Kevin Mayer brings to the table, that's big, right? You can't, Mm -hmm. I was going to say, you can't buy that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, obviously you can because you're paying him like big bucks to like run your company. (laughs) I mean, I'm really curious (laughs) to see how this whole thing turns out. Honestly, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't, there's so many weird things happening this year that I never thought were going to happen that I'm just kind of like, yeah. All right, yeah. let's see. All right, let's see. Shake the magic eight ball and let's see what comes up this mm-hmm. time. Yeah, nothing's <laughs> off the table in 2020. It's a no. zany year, to say the least. Yeah. No, it's like the littlest things like, is this satire? I don't know. <laughs> if, if you would have told any one of us uh, at the end of 2019 that in 2020, the Disney parks around the world are all going to close and stay closed for the majority of the year. We would have said, you're crazy. That's not going to happen. Like mm-hmm. I could see them, yeah. you know, shortening hours or maybe even shutting down for a couple weeks. But like, th- like th- this is insanity. There's nothing that has ever happened like this before. So yeah, they could, I could see them deleting TikTok. Yeah. I mean, I could see it maybe happening, but I would think that, especially with someone like Kevin Mayer at the helm, there's got to be some contingency plan, you know, launching sure. another app that's exactly the same code, but under a different name that just right. automatically migrates their users now run in the U.S., yeah. you know? So, I don't I know. I mean, how long was Vine gone before TikTok became the biggest thing in the world you know not very it's not that long so yeah. something's always going to fill it in you know if instagram mm-hmm. disappeared tomorrow 
something would come along, hopefully better than Vero, but something would come along to replace. <laughs> Which we're Instagram. still on, by the way. Yeah, we're still there for some reason. Uh, I mean, it's just, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess there are probably people who somehow have found a way to make their livelihood on TikTok. And I would be sad that that went away. But ultimately, TikTok's not anything. So, like, well, But okay. I don't think that's the case, though. YouTube is different, right? Because with YouTube, you have a lot of monetization aspects to it where you mm-hmm. have corporate sponsors. You have the ad revenue, like Google AdSense and everything. So there's several ways for you to monetize being on YouTube. And obviously, the longer your content is on YouTube, the more likely you are to make money because that's what Google wants. Like Google wants to keep you on YouTube as long as possible so that they can compete with other uh, with other media sites and other mm-hmm. media streams so that they can charge you to ultimately have things like YouTube TV, you know, sign up for subscriptions, pay some of the content creators, etc. Instagram is is this weird beast where in the last few years especially corporate branding has become king like these sponsorships mm-hmm. and these collaborative efforts with companies uh so much so that the FCC and there's there's been all these uh legal measures really enforced and put in place for people to tell you that they're advertising something because these influencers, as they are called, they get these brand deals and you never know what you're purchasing. That's why we joke on the podcast whenever we say like a brand name or something like a hashtag, not an ad, because some people might think like we're sponsored by or, you know, we have we're somehow mm-hmm. getting some kind of kickback from them, but we're not. And we it, wish uh, we totally wish like we're <laughs> available for sponsorship, like for real, though. <laughs> Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, we're not. And so we have to throw that out there more as, you know, to protect ourselves so that people don't think that we're somehow, you know, being sponsored or, you know, given free product or anything. Like we talk about things that we like, like the ice cream that we were talking that I was talking mm-hmm. about earlier. Like, I love that thing, but they're not sponsoring us. Right. You know, yeah. they, they don't even know yeah. we exist, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I just happen to really like the product. And I'm like, hey, if you guys like ice cream, like try this out. But the podcast isn't getting any money. I'm not getting any money. I wish I was getting free ice cream out of the deal, but I'm not. So anyway, TikTok doesn't really have that. Like the only person that I know is actually making money on TikTok is Jason Derulo. His music is synonymous with a bunch of TikTok videos. Like a lot of Mm -hmm. the trends that start happen to be from a Jason Derulo song. And he's got... So he's making royalties from those plays? I don't know if it's royalties. I think he's getting brand deals somehow. Like I think Hmm. the last article that I read said that he was making something along the lines of $75,000 per TikTok post. Mm -hmm. Dang, good for you. Yeah, but I don't know exactly how he's making that money. So I don't know if that's a Mm. TikTok payment or like what it is. I do know that TikTok is really trying to get more creators to do that type of stuff. And the same way that YouTube years ago created like the YouTube Creator Fund where they invested a billion dollars or whatever it was to create channels and to really boost up like these creators that existed – 
Mm-hmm. Like one of the creators that I follow, Philip DeFranco, that's how he started his old news channel, SourceFed, because he got funding from YouTube to hire a bunch of people to help him. He hired talent. He hired crew. And he ran it like a news channel. And then he sold it to Discovery Networks. TikTok is trying to do the same thing. This last week, they announced they have like a billion dollar TikTok fund where they're going to be funding all of these creators. Mm -hmm. And I'm very slowly starting to see a lot more Disney creators on TikTok. So Hmm. at first, it was a lot of like, like I said, there's a lot of Jason Derulo songs. Like I parodied it in this video I made this last week where I made fake TikToks with my beaker puppet and like a, a bunch of other things where they're like dancing to the same songs. But uh, I'm starting to see a lot of people that I follow on Instagram are jumping to TikTok right now. And they're putting Mm -hmm. together these little 15-minute burst videos. And uh, I think Instagram's response was to create, which is super baffling to me because they already technically have Instagram stories. But Instagram is launching a competitor to TikTok called Reels. I think. Huh. Yeah, I don't exactly. So wait, I don't now they're going to have stories, TV, and reels? Yeah, something like that. Um, I, I don't think it's available everywhere. I think it's only available like in Brazil and like one other country right now as part of the pilot program. But mm. or, or maybe it's expanded more by now because that was last November. But yeah, they now have four different things. Like they're going to have IG, IG stories, IGTV and Reels, which is supposed to be the straight up TikTok competitor, which stories technically is kind of the TikTok competitor for them. So, yeah, I don't know it. The whole the whole landscape is weird. Um, the the short burst content, I think, is fun. I love sitting there and just relaxing and watching people make me laugh. Uh, TikTok, I think one of their biggest issues and, and I think it might become a bigger issue soon is that a lot of their content is lip syncing to music that already exists and it's lip syncing to content that already exists. And they don't seem to monitor that. And in mm-hmm. order to monetize it, I think they're going to have to start monitoring that, which mm-hmm. is why when we upload anything to Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, we instantly get hit with copyright strikes if we include small clips of something that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. which is why I'm always Mm -hmm. cautious about not including too much of a song or anything, even if we're commenting on it, because I mean, copyright strikes are real, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So it, the whole TikTok thing is going to be interesting. I don't know if they're going to succeed at shutting it down. Uh, If they do, like you said, another company is going to pop up soon enough. Uh, I know that a lot of those creators right now are already telling people, here's my YouTube channel, follow me on Instagram, because of the fact that those are more established services that are based in in the United States. So they know Mm -hmm. that they're going to be available for slightly longer until something else comes up. But I don't know. It's I mean, even YouTube creators are already trying to flock to something else. They're tired of YouTube's policies and. It's just the nature of the beast. It is. I mean, it you is. know, yeah. some independent developer comes out with this great idea. It catches fire. Everybody loves it. And then the corporations come in and they ruin it. Yeah. When it when it all becomes monetized and all the lawyers and the corporate, you know, structures come in, it just, you know, it, it that's what is 
it's like the antithesis of what the internet was originally supposed to be, which was like this ultimate, like free space for communication and idea and development and all this stuff. And sorry, you said we weren't going to get political. I'm about to get political. <laughs> I just, it just makes me angry. Like it, it's just so dumb because, you know, I, I fell in love with Instagram and was, you know, growing a, an audience and, and then, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Zuckerberg just got his little greedy little fingers all over it. And it just, yeah. it, it's not the same anymore and it never will be. And it's just such a, it's a slog and it requires this level of hustling. That's like not cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It requires yeah. one of two things. Like you said, it requires either the hustle or uh, a big wallet. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. And it's like, unless you have the ability to just quit your day job and just do Instagram, you're never going to get there unless you have millions of dollars to spend on advertising. Yeah. And it's right. It's just, uh, it's, it's just disappointing. Yep. Yeah. It's it's people buying, you know, 10 anniversary Mickey ears to resell on eBay. Disappointing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Preach it. Yeah. <laughs> Not to reopen that old wound. <laughs> yeah. Or have Bucks Ghost Pin. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I mean that's going on. Like I said, I'm gonna try to keep up with this story. Um I don't know if that's interesting to anybody else. The Primarily, the reason it became interesting to me was uh, because of how Kevin Mayer plays into the whole story mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. how big he was to the Disney company, especially with being such a pivotal player in the launch of Disney Plus and then leaving for TikTok, you know, to do the same for that company. So, yeah, I'd be interested to see what ends up happening. But this is a horrible segue because I have mixed feelings about what we're going to talk about. But speaking of companies ruining stuff, let's talk about Muppets now. Um, (laughs) Nice. (laughs) uh, So, and look, I'm, I'm being, I'm trying to be funny when I say that Uh, I do have some mixed feelings about Muppets now, but Mel, what did you think about it? Oh, you're choosing the wrong person to start with this because I'm, I have no problem with it. I liked it. Well, I'm glad. I really did. No, you are the right person. I mean, this is, I'm not trying to lead you in any way. Um, <laughs> look, to tell you the truth, I did like it. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of things about it that I didn't like also. You know, so, and I'll get into that, you know, in a moment. But I just wanted to hear what you guys thought about it before I dive deeper into it. Okay, so I'm just going to say this. Um, I didn't know I needed this duo in my life, and that's um, Uncle Deadly and Miss Piggy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I want more. <laughs> I want more. The, the way that they bounce off and the amount of shade and everything that's being thrown, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Um, and then the whole Swedish chef thing. It's, I love how they kind of mocked the the cooking shows and whatnot and put his little spin in it and it's just like what the heck is this and some of the parts are like oh that just looks gross like I don't want to see that (laughs) (laughs) but it was funny I mean other than that I I can't really think of anything I didn't really like um I wish I had seen more but I'm sure we're gonna see more in the next episode yeah the one thing that I remember sticking out 
the most when I saw the segment with the Swedish chef was, he's got hands! He's got yes, hands! Yes, yes, <laughs> Yeah, I saw that too, and I thought it was... I thought I was tripping. I was like, is it just me? Wait, am I... I know he has hands. I'm like, they're not... Fabric. They're not ma- they're not muppet hands. Like he's got no. hands. Right, right. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Gavin, what about you? Uh, it was rough. I, I, I understand what they're trying to do. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there is enough interest in kind of retro inspired and retro vibe things. And to me, the Muppets are so retro. I wish they didn't always feel that, like all of their last several iterations. It feels like they're trying to force this modernized version of the Muppets. You know, they're streaming this live show now on the Internet. And it's all about, I don't know, I, that to me, that's not the Muppets. You know, they're they're a theater troupe and they, you know, that's what they do. And, I, you know, I don't know. So I didn't feel like it had the the essence of the Muppets that I was kind of looking for uh, as far as the, the premise or the, the setup of the show. And then I didn't really find the characters and the humor of the characters to be in keeping with the, the kind of Muppet spirit, I guess. Um, so those were my like initial kind of impressions of it. Production wise, I think it's really well done. I think it's a beautiful show. Like the 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 look of the show, I think it's really beautiful. I, I liked it. Um, I thought it was really clever the way they did a lot of it, and it it just looks great. I uh, I didn't know all of the um, celebrities that they had, and I think that's more just because I'm out of touch with modern celebrities, but. Um, like I knew RuPaul and I knew Linda Cardellini and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah. And like I liked the Miss Piggy segment. Like to me, that's when the episode really kind of hit its stride is when it got to Miss Piggy. Up till then, I was like, ooh, yikes. But then when it got to her and what was the, what's the guy's name? Tay Diggs. Uncle Deadly. Oh, yeah. I do know Tay Diggs. I do yeah. know Tay Diggs. But I'm, I was talking <laughs> about the other the other puppet. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uncle uh, Deadly. Like they, they kind of, they were cool. I liked their, their, uh, dynamic. I don't know. I, I wanted it to be more like the Muppet show. And I realized that's a ridiculous request because I'm the type of person who is content with the Muppet show. I don't need a new Muppet show. And so like, I don't know, it's ridiculous of me to like request that. So as far as this show goes, I could see myself maybe watching the next episode. But if it doesn't like really wow me, it's probably just not the show for me. Hmm. So there's a lot of things that you said that I completely agree with. And there's a couple that um, I kind of disagree with. So for starters, I want to say, hello, Walter. I'm glad you're back and you weren't a one-off character for the movies. Uh, it, <laughs> yeah. it was nice to see Walter back. Agreed. Uh, nice I have to hear to, him whistle. Yeah. I have to agree with both of you that the combination of Piggy and Uncle Deadly, yes. Like, it's so spot on. Like you said, Mel, their dynamic and their snark is 
is what you know what makes it funny like the interactions like they're throwing shade all the time and yes i love that part of it the kermit segment with walter i i I feel fell like really flat like i i understand what they were doing with it but to me it fell flat and i feel like i disliked the swedish chef one the most of all of the segments that they had i didn't the the direction they took the humor. Yeah, they straight up made him a jerk. Like, yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't like that. I, yeah. That's that's the best way to say it. Yeah, I don't understand why they took that direction with him. I do know that there are some segments that are supposed to be unscripted. My understanding was that the whole show was going to be unscripted. But mm-hmm. I'm starting oh, wow. to think that only things like the RuPaul interview and maybe the Tay Diggs interview were kind of off the cuff. Uh, it seemed like the Linda Cardellini was too. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, because there were some pauses. I do, and it was awkward. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Maybe. But when I when I first heard about this, when they made the announcement at D23 and they started really giving this fanfare, I honestly thought that this was going to be a closer reboot to The Muppet Show, Mm -hmm. the original one, than what Mm -hmm. this turned out to be. And the reason I thought that was because, uh, if you remember, about five years ago, they had The Muppets on ABC. They had like a Mm -hmm. 16-episode run. Honestly, I liked that version of The Muppets, but only because I liked the style of The Office that particular Muppet show was very similar. Like it was a mockumentary style show, very mm. similar to what the office was. And I just like that format. I just think it, I think it brings like a fourth wall barrier break that is uncommon in a lot of shows. And it just gives you that, uh, that little extra that YouTube tends to bring to the table when vloggers are doing their thing and they kind of look at the cameras like, hey, come along with me. We're going to do this together type type style, right? Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. This particular version of the Muppets tried to do that. Like it brought us into the internet, which I think they've already done YouTube posts. Like I think they did a whole bunch of YouTube posts like three or four years ago after they did the Muppet show on ABC. Mm-hmm. And this one, like it felt, it felt disconnected. Like it didn't feel like it was the Muppet Show that they were putting on. It felt like each one of them had their own YouTube channel, and we just kind of happened to be watching each video from each of their YouTube channels. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Right. The only um, spot where it kind of looks like everything's connected is at the end when Walter's trying to photobomb Piggy. You know, and outside right. of that, like there was no other connection. So I did I, think the gag of um, Kermit being an expert photo bomber was funny. What, that was d- the only part that made yeah. me laugh. How does he mention it, or how does he say it? Photobomber or photobomber? Photobomologist. I think it's photobomber. Photobomber. I think it's photobomber. So photobomber. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, Photobomy. oh, I'm an expert at photobomy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did think that was funny, and the pictures were really funny. It was it was great to have Sam there as the straight man in that, yeah. in that sketch. I, th- I thought that was funny. To me, that was the only thing that kind of had a, a real Muppet-esque humor sensibility. Um, but yeah, the way it ends was a little, eh. Okay, yeah, that's whatever. why it fell flat to me. Because yeah. up until the moment that they left the studio, 
it was funny. Like, he's like, how are you doing that? Like, you're not even moving. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> it was good up until that other part. So I don't know. I, I'm hoping that in future episodes they begin to bring them more together so that mm-hmm. it does feel like it's all one show. Like, I know that Scooter is the one that's supposed to kind of show you and symbolize the fact that it is all one show and that he's uploading all these clips and everything. Yeah. But at the same time, I like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been doing them so much because of, you know, working from home and stuff. But watching a sketch with Piggy on a Zoom call with other people is not what I want to see after being on yeah. Zoom calls all week. I agree. You know? Like, I mean, it, yeah. it, And that's part of the reason it just doesn't feel like the Muppets. Because they should be in a theater putting on a show. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they do. And that's why I felt that the, the one from five years ago was so much closer to that. And mm-hmm. I felt that the show was really like finally starting to click as it was you know getting towards the end of it and then they canceled it mm-hmm. like it was finally so, getting good and then they canceled the damn thing i'm i'm wondering now like would us not being at home being on lockdown would that have given us a different perspective on the zoom meetings if that makes sense mm. maybe i i just wonder because i'm thinking man i really want to give this show a chance you know and it's just bad timing with this and we're seeing this and we're living it so that I understand how you wouldn't want to see it I don't blame you now I'm like dang what if we weren't Mm -hmm. at home I get what you're saying I just like you said I think the biggest thing that they have to figure out how to do is bring everything together in such a way that it feels like it's the same show and it still yeah. gives you that old school Muppet feel, you know, mm-hmm. and I understand bringing the Muppets into today, which is I mean, Muppets now. Right. Because mm-hmm. if, if yeah. you think about it, the Muppets are the Muppets, regardless of what we see them in. The characters remain the same. It's just what they're right. doing that seems to be different, you know. But yeah. this particular version of the Muppets tries to make them talk and act like vloggers and I think that's where the disconnect is happening. That, like you said, yeah. they're a theater troupe. They're not vloggers. Yeah, they play off each other. You know, that's that's what where all the dynamism is in in previous iterations. And it and because they were doing such isolated little packages, you missed a lot of main characters that weren't even in the mm-hmm. episode. You know, the fact that there's no Statler and Waldorf to be. It's like it was your perfect opportunity to have them like on a chat window yes. on the side yeah. being trolls or something, you know? Oh yeah. my gosh, and, yes. <laughs> you know, no Rolf. Um, there were several characters. No animal. Gonzo. Like, like, like yeah. Well, I didn't see Gonzo. Oh no, Gonzo did come out. It was in the like... RuPaul interview. Oh, I didn't see Gonzo. Yeah, I missed it. I saw it twice yeah. and I missed Gonzo. Yeah, he came out and asked <laughs> RuPaul um, if he believes that spiders oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. crawl in your mouth. It was when like you a sleep. random wow. question. And if he too wished he was awake when it happened. <laughs> well, there you go. That's how memorable that was to me. Yeah, well, right. That that is something I will complain about is the fact that like Fozzie didn't have a good spot, mm-hmm. and he was kind of like brought in for a second and then shoved off. And it's like mm-hmm. he's one of the top people, you yeah. know, the top top Muppets. So. That's now that I'm thinking back about everything, that is one of my things. Like, I wish I would have seen more Beaker. Mm-hmm. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's there's tons of stuff that they could have done with it. And I don't know if you remember this, but when they first announced it, remember how they talked about that Josh Gad was going to be attached to the project and that mm-hmm. um, the songwriters for Frozen, oh, uh, the... blanking on their names, um, yeah. mm-hmm. they were going to be attached to the project as well. Well, they were they were supposed to be attached to a Muppets project, but I don't mm-hmm. know if ah. this one was it. And then all of a sudden, news broke that they weren't attached to a Muppets project anymore. So I'm not sure if this is what they were supposed to do or if last minute they just said, that's not going to work out. You know, let's move on to something else. Because Mm -hmm. if they gave us something Muppets related, I almost feel like their theater style and their theater knowledge would have given us something closer to the original Muppet show that I think we would have enjoyed a little bit more than what we were presented with. And I I want to make clear, I don't hate the show, okay? I think it has a lot of promise. I think that there's things that you can change to make it feel more Muppetsy, if that's a word. Mm -hmm. And if it's not, just coined it, hashtag Muppetsy. There you go. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to continue watching. And unlike you Gavin even if I don't like the second one I think I'm gonna watch it all the way through mm-hmm. just uh, kind of like I did with the other stuff because I because I remember the last time the Muppets were on people talk all sorts of trash about that version and I, I really liked it but again yeah. my liking of that version came from the fact that I really liked the office mm-hmm. yeah I I fear that the Muppets franchise is we're just too far removed of any of the original creators, you know, and it's like, you know, imagine 30 years from now, if a whole new roster of Pixar people decide to make Toy Story five, it's not going to feel anything like Toy Story. It's mm-hmm. going to be, it's going to be different. You know, the, the voice actors are going to be different. The animators are different. The storytellers are different and they're just going to, you know, struggle to capture that same essence of what it is. And I think that's what we're seeing with the Muppets. And like I said, I'm one of these people who is very content with the original brilliant things that already exist. You know, I don't need a remake of anything, really. That's that's not my bag. It doesn't get me interested at all. Um, you know, I, I do love these characters and, you know, I thought I'd watch this and see what it was. Um, who knows? Maybe they'll kind of figure it out and it'll it'll uh, really hit a good rhythm and be an awesome show. Yeah. I feel that if Disney went back and released the original episodes of The Muppet Show and Fraggle Rock, that they would get tons more people signing up for that content. Yeah, I agree. Yep. And I liked the way that they did their um, celebrity cameos on that show, too, mm-hmm. because it was a theater show. So they would bring on performers, you know, the top musicians and musical artists of the day were on that show. You know, like Johnny Cash was on Elton John was on like these like big mega stars were on that show and they could do the same today. You know, Mm -hmm. they would probably, unfortunately, just heavily leverage their catalog of Disney music artists, you know, the Disney records, pop artists that are out there or Beyonce. I mean, if they could. Yeah, Yeah, that I mean, that would be ideal. Right. If you could get the big 
stars, yeah. then that would be ideal. That was part of the, the reason that that show had such huge success back during its early runs is because, you know, just like Johnny Carson, they also had the biggest stars of the day on, you know, where this was like, you know, okay. Um, I mean, RuPaul's still pretty A-lister, like in, in a million shows and on TV all the time, but I don't think most kids have any clue whatsoever who Tay Diggs or Linda Cardellini are. Like they, just, Tay Diggs, they don't know I think that. they do. I mean, what has what has Linda Cardarelli done recently? I mean, I know her from Freaks and Geeks. Well, yeah, she was in Freaks and Geeks. She was in Mad Men. She was in a lot of shows. I mean, she was in Gravity Falls. But oh yeah, that's true. Kids like most people don't know that. Yeah, you know? Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I don't know. She 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 hasn't been the star of a show that I know of since. Well, she was in Freaks and Geeks, and then she was in ER. Those are two yeah. shows that she starred in, but everything else, she's a... I'm, I sound like I'm disparaging Linda Cardellini. I really like her as an actor. I do, too. And I, I think she's great. I'm not disparaging her, but I'm just trying to identify the difference in celebrity that they had for this show compared to what they used to have. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, Me, too. And, and again, I, I really like Linda Cardellini. I'm not... I'm not speaking ill of her at all or right. anything. Um, but, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of things they can do to fix this. I was really, really hopeful when they first started talking about this that I thought this was going to be the Muppets foray into, uh, like, leaving the theater and doing more of an SNL-style type sketch show where they started mm. talking about how it was going to be unscripted and it was going to be sketches and everything. And I thought, okay – Hopefully this is more SNL than anything else. And if that's what we get, great. I think it'll be more Muppets than pretty much anything we've gotten so far. But mm -hmm. it didn't turn out to be that. It turned out to be uh, like more YouTube videos and more YouTube content. And it's, I don't know. I guess that's the connection they're trying to make, right? Like most people view their content on YouTube. They get their, their these short video bursts and that's that's how people connect but i don't know i feel like this one kind of missed the mark i'm mm -hmm. hopeful that they can correct course but i'm concerned that it won't be able to correct course fast enough for disney to say we're not going to keep doing this because that's exactly what happened with the last one just yeah. when i felt it was finally getting to the point where like all right like we got a good storyline going like these characters are starting to develop they canceled it and that's disappointing. Yeah. You know? so. mm -hmm. uh, well, let us know what you guys think about the new Muppets now on Disney plus. Uh, I know that overall it sounds like we're completely down on it, but I, I don't think we are. I think we love the no. Muppets in general as a franchise that we want, you know, we want the characters to be done justice. We want something good to happen for them. Uh, we love what they bring to the table their songs, their attitude about everything. Like Jim Henson was such a magical person when it came to that and how he conveyed these messages that that's one of the things that's missing. Like the heart of the Muppets is what's missing. Like everything else is like, yeah, you can put them in all of these skits and you can have them doing all of this stuff. But the heart of the Muppets is what's missing right now. And that's what we need mm -hmm. to regain somehow. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Again, uh, tell us what you thought. Join the conversation over on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, leave a message and tell us how you felt about it and whether or not you're going to continue watching. Or if you had kids that watched it with you, let us know how they felt versus how maybe you felt, you know, as an adult. 
you know maybe you had different feelings about it i'd be really curious to to know that because i could tell you my kids loved it way more than i did you know but i don't i think they loved it more because they don't have a frame of reference like i mm-hmm. do Ah. Sure. You know, and we've talked about that before, right? That frame of reference, like a lot of the content, a lot of the changes that are being made to parks and everything, they're not for us. They're for the next generation. Right. And that might yeah. be the case here. So, so that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh, again, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Uh, we'd love to know what your thoughts are. So until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. Major look.